Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Divine Mind Group Community Call in the Orion Mind School of the Prophets. I'm Jim Davis, your moderator. Today is January 29th, 2017. Tonight's speaker is Gary Ray, which is also known as the White Wolf. And whenever you're ready, brother. Well, Jim, I thank you. I was looking at the names. I noticed that one says Days of Noah. You and I, I think we were talking about this today, uh, or at least no more at yesterday, if nothing else. And um, as it was in the days of Noah, well, Noah is uh, how many from Adam? And Noah saved seven souls, so to speak, and himself in the ark. And yet Noah is also noetic science. And noetic science means mind science. And uh, as it was in the days of Noah, and if you'll read in another place in the Old Testament, it'll tell you, and the old world was destroyed because men's minds were continually evil, calamitous. They dwelt in fear, and and, uh, they didn't control their thoughts. And consequently, the fears and different things that they had brought the chaos in matter because our thoughts shape, create, and form matter. And as it was in the days of Noah, see, today, um, you got seven Noahide laws. <laughs> you got seven chakras. And uh, we already know there's a third heaven but from there, you could see the seventh. So <laughs> there's a lot of things being told if you begin to look in these scriptures and the idioms. And, uh, <laughs> excuse me, and uh, uh, my grandson came in and he looked at me and he said, Gee, he said, I understand what you've been saying now. He said, everything comes from the mind. You can change it by the mind. You can create it and make it start and happen by the mind. You can sustain it by the mind. I said, yes, that's correct. And uh, so we had a really good conversation. You know, know, he's 19 now, and you have to give him time to grow into this. You just can't pour it down them, you know. Uh, If you give them more than they ask for, it kind of messes their program up. And... uh, then when they ask, you got to give them enough to, uh, um, you know, teach them and yet, you know, give them the platform. Uh, sometimes he'll come to me and he'll ask me about things and and uh, he'll, man, he's got a mind like you wouldn't believe. I mean, it just, just man, some of the stuff he comes up with. And uh, I'll look at him. I'll know enough about what he's talking about that uh, I know that, you know, he needs to have more knowledge in order to get a good handle. And I'll look at him and i say, Jacob, the only thing you got to have, son, is mileage. The first time I told him that, he said, what do you mean, mileage? I said, it's called experience, knowledge. And uh, he uh, began to see that and uh, acknowledge that. And... Uh, yeah. 
consciousness, force, and matter. Noah the knower. Well, it is preparing for war. They live in a war economy. That's the only thing they know. They they have never studied from the uh, book of peace. They only study from the book of war. And uh, they've never understood the principles of Sun Tzu uh, and the arts of war and the Yi Chen Ching and different things like that. Because the art of war tells you that the best victory is one that you don't have to fight in. Just like the best government is the one that governs least. People can't understand that. And the war right now is between the liberal, socialistic, Marxist-style system versus those that uh, have more of an understanding of the Constitution. Um, And in reality, uh, even better would be the Articles of Confederation. And uh, it's kind of like when you're dealing at law. So we've got to a place that they've taken an old thing. They've changed its name. They've licensed and they've taxed it and made a privilege out of it. But it was never so. And uh, Char had sent me a deal about the fact that there was a Supreme Court ruling that said that you did not have to have a driver's license. Uh, in your private capacity. But what they've done is they've manipulated words and terms to say that you're a commercial product, and therefore there is no private vehicle. And see, that's part of the hypothecation from 1917, standing on the Federal Reserve Act 1913, and they owned everything, and... uh, They withdrew the gold and the silver, so there was no means of doing an actual payment, only the ability to tender and offer. Notice it says that this uh, note is uh, tender for all debt, public and private. Well, it's an offer. It's not payment. So uh, you have to stop and kind of think about, you know, what's being said. See, like uh, the way they spell firearms. Used to be Remington Arms Company. Well, you had the right to bear arms. Then they changed it to Remington Firearms Company. Well, since the Constitution didn't specifically say firearms, now they want to try to say that they have the right to license, tax it, and make a privilege out of it. So... You have to understand, when you're dealing with a liar, which is an attorney, an attorney, a French root, it means one that twists, rests, or alters the law. They're always seeking to make a license out of something. Because then that license is permission to break the law. And... uh, You have to learn how to walk through their midst, unharmed, unfettered, and unchained. And uh, 
The operator by thought does control matter. Thought is the force, but unchecked or unbridled or unfocused, it is a waste. Morals and dogma, old brother Pike. Yep. See, right now they've done away with the Bill of Rights, but all the planks of the Communist Manifesto are in place. And uh, so what they're bitching about is that the world government thought they had it all sewed up, and Trump is undoing it. And uh, notice they didn't play the national anthem. They played America the Beautiful because it's referring to the Republic. Big damn difference. Little things have great significance if you can hear them. Like uh, Jim and I was talking, he said, well, Trump donated over a billion, a billion and something to the United States Treasury. And I said, well, I said, that means he donated it to the true American treasury because the straight term treasury is not the United States treasury treasury is the money aspect of the Federal Reserve Bank International Monetary Fund etc and uh, see Lincoln when he done the Lincoln Bucks and Kennedy when he come out with that two dollar bill it came out from the United States Treasury. And uh, see, that was the thing King George and them was just pitching and bitching about with the days of Franklin because we were printing our own money and uh, had our own wealth and uh, we were exchanging. And they went after Lincoln one time and uh, they wanted to exact such a cost for uh, ammunition and things of that. And he said, Hell no, we ain't going to do that. He said, we'll manufacture our own arms, our own ammunition, our own cannons, our own cannonballs, and uh, we'll have our, have and keep our own money. We won't give it to none of them. And uh, so, get uh, stop and think about that. I see MJ's in there, and uh, uh Yeah, and uh, see, a lot of these people don't realize that a lot of the stuff that they're bitching and moaning about, Obama had already declared as some of the most uh, uh, terroristic-prone areas and uh, had already had a watch on them. All Trump did was follow through and uh, put uh, the words on it. And these people are wanting to fight. They need to go back and read. He has the right to do anything in or outside the Constitution to protect America and its people. That is the function of government. And uh, he's going to win. I mean, they might as well just back off and regroup. That's why it was a very, very limited uh, restraint on his order under immigration. And uh, he ain't telling the people what he's going to do. He's, he's doing just like Muhammad Ali did. He's roping the dope. And dope a rope, you know. I mean, he, he makes them think this, think that, and all of a sudden when he senses that they're in a place, pow, he'll lock it up and clock it up. And um, he ain't going to telegraph and tell the people what the hell he's going to do, and the damn John Dumbass McCain will, and um, uh, they ought to run his ass off. 
And that damn Lindsey Graham ought to run him right along with him. And I heard two or three of them today, and I know they don't know nothing about the actual Constitution. So, you know, I mean, it's just you just have to stop and think about, you know, what you're hearing, what you're reading. And uh, it's like I heard them this morning. I was listening to that dang Chuck Todd. That has got to be one of the stubbornest, ignorantest damn imbeciles I have ever heard. I'd fire his butt before the sun set this afternoon. And, uh, I mean, you can answer a question for that dummy, and he can't even tell you answered it. I mean, it's just he wants a specific thing, that's it. And uh, what he really does is he becomes the news instead of reports the news. And I listened to Tom Brokejaw uh, make the same damn comment, and I thought, yep, 50 years, son, and you need to get your butt back into a refresher course and find out what the hell a journalist's job is. Because you have forgot, you've been in a liberal socialistic media situation for at least the last 10 years, and you don't even know what the hell news is anymore. And, uh, I mean, it's just amazing when you go to listen to some of these people. And uh, uh, But anyway, you know, I mean, it, it's going to be a push-pull. That's just the way it is. Well, I ain't got too much... Respect for John McCain. And uh, I know that they tortured him, and I can understand the torture aspect of it because that's a rough damn thing to go through. But uh, a lot of them called him old blabbermouth, you know. And uh, I I just don't have nothing for him in that. You listen to him and Graham, the only damn thing they want to do is they want to fight or go kill somebody or start a war somewhere, can't find a friend nowhere. And you'll always be at war, and you'll always have enemies if you can never talk or negotiate or open a door to where you can you could deal with people. I mean, how, and, and yet Russia's been the best damn enemy we could buy. We're on the space space station held there for a while, we couldn't even go there if Russia hadn't helped. So, uh, I mean, see, all this here, here again, you got to have, you got to have an enemy. And, um, to us, they're an enemy. Uh, that's what they're promoting to us. But to them, they're working hand in hand because the, the International Space Station is between the U.S. and Russia. That's correct. That is correct. Um, Church Bug put in there, he called us American citizens and not U.S. citizens. That's correct, because a U.S. citizen is, uh, quote, a technical and abstract impossibility, end of quote, period. And that's found in the opinions of the Attorney General of the United States of America at Volume 7, pages 747, 757, 1856, reaffirmed post-Civil War. At 1884, Elk versus Wilkins, U.S. Supreme Court, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But nevertheless, uh, yeah, you couldn't be a United States citizen if you want. We're just American. <laughs> well, yeah. And I'll be honest with you, before I'm even that, I'm a Hebrew Israelite. They can think about that and put it in their pipe any way they want to go. But uh, um, 
See, what we identify with, uh, a Mary, I can. Now, if you understood it and break that term down, a Mary's car, then uh, you're saying unique things, you know, with words. Words have power to them or potential power when knowingly applied in a consistent and focused manner. And uh, I think they ought to retire his ass and send him home, and I don't think they ought to give him no damn retirement pay. He's made enough while he's been in there. I believe Trump, that's one of the things Trump's going to do: limit him to two, two uh, terms. No, no more. He said that would no be the best thing they did. And I'll tell you another little story. This this crap about treating them like damn kings and royalty, and giving them these uh, lifetime retirements. That listen, they ought to get the same damn health care everybody else gets. And this shit about paying them out the exorbitant ass. If they'll go back to paying them people like they're supposed to. And doing what I love Davy Crockett and B does too. Um, Horatio Alger, uh, Davy was uh, um, going out to see if he could get votes to be reelected to the Congress um, from, say, Tennessee. And um, he come up on Horatio and uh, they were talking. He asked him for his vote. And he said, you know, Mr. Crockett, he said, I can't vote for you on the basis of uh, him doing certain things, you know, with the finances. And uh, he asked him, he said, well, why not, Mr. Allen? He said, that money that's in the treasury of the United States is not Congress's money. That's money of the American people. So Davey was on the uh, courtroom floor and Somebody had had a fire, and they was going to donate out of the United States Treasury money to these widows and so forth. And uh, Davy stopped and stood up, and he said, Gentlemen, he said, that money is not yours to give. He said, now, all of you are far more wealthy than I am. He said, but I'll donate a month's wages to that fund. How many of you... Uh, landed gentry will take and join me in this endeavor. Not one damn hand of a politician went up. You see, they're quick to spend everybody else's money, but they're not very quick to spend any of their own. And see, this thing with Trump taking a, a dollar a year, and I think most of the tall hogs that he's got on board are doing the same thing. See, to them, that is a service. To them, other people claim they're in public service. Those are leeches for years. They live off of government works. They ain't never done or had a damn job, but they're just damn politicians. They ought to run every damn one of them off. They don't have experience. They're just a bunch of wannabes. And if the people, if the people go back and listen to his public addresses that Trump said, like he said, they've been. He publicly said it right in front of everybody. They, Congress and the Senate, and they've all been living off you for years. He says it stops as of today. It stops. I'm turning the power back over to the people. That's correct. And see, and, and this is the thing. Um, a lot of people do not really 
they don't think about the Constitution. And, and matter of fact, uh, one of the third aspects of Washington's vision, and to the fourth even, that they don't literally talk about too much, was that uh, he said that when people realize that they can vote themselves a benefit, the country will fail. And that's exactly what's happening right here, right now. Jim, you're going to have to block something or we're going to have this. Somebody's going to get to scratching and scrubbing in there or whatever. And uh, But you're dying. I got you, brother. I'll, I'll do that. I got to... What I'll do is, brother, if you bear with me a minute, I'll block everybody uh, on the, that's on the phone except you. Go ahead, brother. It's yours. Well, anyway, um, the thing, you know, it's kind of like we were talking about, and you had asked me some questions. I wish you would recall some of them and kind of that way we can share them with some of the people. Well, yeah, Uh, if you don't mind, uh, the other day when I was talking to you, I had had a dream. I was pondering some of the things that you brought forth on the call you know, about the uh, agape love feast and things like that there. And uh, a dream, I had a dream that come forward, and it showed it showed you were in the dream, I was in a dream, and there were uh, several women. But uh, you were over, a, it's been like a square altar, and you had a parchment on it. I mean, there was a parchment there. And you were speaking, but yet at the same time, you were you were running your hands in a, like a Wittersham, you know, right or left. You were using your right hand. And uh, uh, energy and fire were coming out of your hands onto this parchment and all in the air. And you know how you take your hand and you flick it with your fingers open? It was over the... Yeah. It was over it was over that altar and that parchment. And uh, I, I was, you know, pondering what that meant and, you know, how you run energy on the call and things. That, and, and I know people feel it when you speak a lot of times or when you're running energy. And, and Yahweh was showing me that, you know, you're you're putting with the knowledge and understand that he's given you you're putting out that wisdom and knowledge to, to everyone and the the fire and the it was it was gold but it was on fire you know like a electrical sparks but it was gold and i know gold represents the divine creator and uh so i know what you were speaking was the right thing and uh it just, and without going into the other part of it, I mean, it gave me a better understanding about what the agape love feast. But at the same time, the knowledge that that you have and the the depth of it, and uh, the sincerity you have, because, and I just remember something else in my dream: you were weeping as you were doing that. You know, tears were coming out. 
and uh, oh blessings to the creator uh, I mean it just to me that was telling me I mean that you're bringing forth this knowledge and this truth for those of us that have the ear to hear and the eyes to see it says let them hear and let them see and uh, not to take it lightly but uh, to under you know grasp the understanding and the knowledge and use it and walk in it and uh i mean with that i'm sure you can give a greater in-depth understanding of what i just said well you're pretty accurate um the square though uh see like when you put the square on the globe the circumference of the earth and um, when you run the energy, it's like an electrical or a magnetic current. When twice show and sticky hands and martial skills, we can push an individual or pull that individual strictly by the power of the mind and the manipulation of your physical or your key, your inner energy. You might call it brill. You might call it odentic force. You might call it organ. Um, it's the ability to reel uh, to power, empower, push, draw back your sexual energy. And uh, when you can focus that and control that, um, let's say if a person attacks, then you can allow that energy that they have, it'll come unto you and you can just flip them with it. You make them throw themselves. And see, that was really part of the secret that they taught um, that Savelli and different ones used in groups and certain types of martial skills. But these are based on spiritual mental principles. And uh, they're really contained in the Bible, but they're written in such codes that, uh, coded language that if you don't understand it, you can't get that type of knowledge out of it. But uh, uh, law fan, you used uh, Yahweh. Yahweh, Yahweh, Yahweh. The key letters there is Yod, Heh, Wah, Bah, and say Heh. And uh, the Wah there for Weh uh, in Yahweh is a double V. And it symbolizes the vaginal subconscious middle mind called the heart. And behind the veil where the Aaronite priest would go. And so you see a double A in Aaron's name. Uh, Arun, Aron, Arod. So the rod, the phallus of the one that has the ability to double plow. And uh, it's a formula. It teaches you the aspect of how to manipulate the thoughts of the mind and exercise this divine inner power. In days of Noah's a dream of a one-eyed guy. That's right, if you're high, be single. In other words, if you've opened your pineal, uh, it's like you seen me crying or, or in the in the prayer well Jeremiah was called the weeping prophet and so when you step behind the veil you're in what is known as theta range and that is where the veil of tears begins to occur sometimes it's not even like a regular tear at all but the ocular socket around the eye will just get literally wet and uh, yet you won't be crying out of the tear duct, uh, but uh, that ocular socket in the eye will, uh, will, like I said, it'll wet up. 
Um, and uh, so there's different things. I mean, sometimes you'll break a, a real hard sweat, even in the middle of the cold, because you've amped up the heat within the brain-mind connection within the cranium, which would be symbolic of the pearl orb on top of Pharaoh's uh, scepter. And um, as you look at these different things, uh, it tells you various aspects of the mind. See, like, uh, okay, the speed of uh, of light, uh, the sun, uh, you might take YHVH, and the number numerically is 26. Well, <laughs> 6 is the feminine aspect of the brain, and there's two divisions to it. And so if you had two sixes, you would have the 12 sons of Israel. Six were for a blessing and six were for a cursing. Six at Bethel, the house of the El. Six at Ai, the rubbish pile of self-strength. See, all these things are coded into these scriptures. And if you understood what they meant, they're telling you very unique ways and thought and how to use that to amplify or build up um, your your power, your energy. Um, uh, as you begin to see these different things, so you, many people are very exoteric or very literalistic, uh, dogmatic in their beliefs, their understanding. But see, it's not the external. It is the internal, the esoterica, that is where the power is located. And uh, uh, because you have to operate the black Madonna, the hidden mother. And uh, she's black because it's in the hidden realm of the mind. Uh, it said wisdom. She walked the streets, crying in the streets, trying to get uh, the the uh, attention, so to speak, of the minds of men. And none would listen. So she had to withdraw into the heavens. And uh, uh, this is the way it is this deep inner realm of the mind because they can't see it, touch it, feel it, taste it, smell it, etc. They uh, they began to uh, steer away from that. Um, uh, as these people begin to go back and look, some of them are going to find out that there is a cyclic time, a cyclic cycle. See, like uh, with the Noah, uh, I mean, uh, the Mayan and... and uh, uh, the calendar, the termination date, you got the 13 aspects. And um, there's different things with uh, that lunar calendar. And see, uh, what is it for? Well, the, the woman, really, uh, she controls the tide. She controls things on this planet that deal with life and abundance. But yet people, they look at just the sun because of its primary value and it Without it, the, the planet would die because of the fact of uh, photosynthesis and things of that nature must occur, you know, in the uh, uh, the uh, um, the uh, aspects of uh, of the plant and chlorophyll's uh, synthesis and so forth. And and so there's many things that have been so held back from the people that they really have no knowledge of it. They can't literally speak to it because they they just they're disconnected from it. Uh, they're disconnected from their own inner self. And um, when they realize that 
every thought that we think, good, bad, or indifferent, it goes into the sea of the mind, the mare of the mind, the waters of creation. And we're venturing out in a boat, a ship of state, a ship of thought. And uh, in many days, we're going to return. And uh, if we've done correctly, we'll return and we won't be void. We'll be blessed, prospered, and, and overflowing. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together. But the law still works when we think in the negative. And uh, so you look at the number of clean animals and the number of unclean animals that come on the ark. Those are states of mind. And um, so as you begin to, to look at all of these things, everything is teaching you aspects of how to use the mind, how to amplify it, how to become more powerful with its usage. Um, if you understand the principles of, of, say, procreation, then you understand the principles of procreative thought. Um, and action and interreaction. Um, you learn to deal with, uh, let's say, a man and a woman or women. Um, when you learn the knowledge of, say, the four women, you're learning the knowledge of the four winds that govern uh, and, and uh, operate on the planet. Uh, when you deal with the ether, E-T-H-E-R, um, you're dealing with an area that is definitely present. You might call it the um, the torsion field, where you use scalar waves that become far more amplified in, say, water than they do in open air, and uh, because it's the density of the molecular structure. And yet, um, when we see in matter uh, or we see in space, we know that 95% of it is missing. They don't see it. They know it's there, but... They don't see it. It's in the hidden realm of the mind. And so 9 and 5 is 14. So the Pope, what does he do? He prays the 14 stations of the cross, 14 stations of the crossing over period. But yet those have to go two by two. And uh, But 14 stations, that's Jacob, Israel, and the four handmaidens, the four wives, Leah, Rachel, and their two handmaidens, one is the summer and the other is the winter solstice. So these very things teach you aspects of thought. Just like they operate in matter, they operate in you because we're a part of it in the sense of the physical house that we dwell in is of that realm and that thought, that manifestation. But the spiritual us, that's a different ballgame. That is a part of the creator itself. If you can activate those higher aspects of it, you become Israel. But you have to change, you have to alter, you have to supplant the limitation in order to overcome and be the one that has the power of a God with a God or as a God. That's the apotheosis state. And that's when we have the book of the Acts of the Apostles, the apotheosis ones. So there's things like that that you're dealing with. Um, well, yes, in a sense, that is correct, number five. Uh, uh, Jesus, the enlightened state, was crucified in the skull of mankind 
before the world came into existence. And there's three crosses there because there's three aspects of thought, basically, in the brain-mind connection. <laughs> it's laid out as an outer court, a middle court, and a most holy court. And on the day of Pentecost, which is 50th day, when the law was given unto Moses, he had to put it in the ark, so it had to be put in the minds and hearts of men. It said these 12, and they, where were they? They were in the upper room, semicola. Upper room there is designating and defining the fact that they were, these 12 faculties of thought were operating in the most holy place behind the veil of limitation. In other words, there wasn't nothing could limit them. They were on the other side of it. They went to the plains that Rami, the, the Persian mystic, uh, spoke of. And there was no war. There was nothing that could fight or resist them. And so those that disciplined themselves became known as disciples, and they eventually arose to the occasion under the leading, guiding instruction of the 13th aspect. See, Jacob, uh, Jacob Israel, he had 12 sons. So you're seeing an analogy of the enlightened Jesus state uh, developing, teaching the 12 faculties of thought that we call the apostles, uh, etc., uh, once they have been enlightened to a certain state and Godhood realization is completely saturated in that individual, then see now, truly, Emmanuel, God dwells with us because God is in us. Even though God is a dog star and that's serious. But yet in Genesis 49, um, see, 49 is 13, um, you're looking at Kuzir uh, Fidelis, the faithful wolf. That's the 12 faculties of thought with Benjamin. And yet all of the various tribes are listed there in their specific types of nature. And those are your thought characteristics. What you got, Jim? No, I was listening to what you were saying. Everything that you're teaching is dealing with the mind and how we're to use it and overcome the limitations while we're here. Absolutely. Absolutely. See, the, the whole goal of man right now um, is um, to learn this knowledge and ascend to the fullness of the manifestation. We're... We're destined, we're preordained to do what? To be conformed to the image of the dear son. In other words, we're, we're to be conformed to that prodigal son that is brought forth and come forth in manifestation. See, at one time we were dead. And as he said, we were dead in the skull. The enlightened state of mind was not there. But yet through trials, tribulations, situations, instruction that conscious man begins to be enlightened, and he rises up. And we have to learn, as Moses did, to raise the brazen serpent upon the pole. So we have to exalt the divine living energy and bring it up, the pole of the spine. Uh, and then whoever looks upon that nature, that characteristic, they're healed. But see, the people don't know. They see a snake... Uh, they hear about a dragon or a Draco. I mean, to them, it's the worst thing in the world. Why? Where'd all that crap come from? 
it really came from the Roman Catholic Church, which is uh, the uh, religious arm of the Roman Empire that is in, in full effect today. And uh, but people don't really realize that. They just admitted that the Pope is the, is the reigning emperor of the Roman Empire. So, I mean, you have to pay attention. You have to be aware of their devices. Uh, guest five asked a question. He says, please, it's his question. Please explain the sun being revealed in individual man. For the word says, I and the Father are one. Arise, O God, and judge the earth. Well, that God that's got to arise is us. And we have to judge the earth being matter. And uh, I'm trying to find that question. Oh, and the Father one. Okay. Um, please explain the sun being revealed. The sun, S-U-N, is often used as S-O-N. But the sun, the true light, has to be revealed in the individual man. Uh, for the word, the thought says, I and the Father, we're one. I and the Creator, we are one. I mean, there ain't no way around it. That's it. And until I can acknowledge and understand that, I am the Father or the Creator aspect, even though I'm one with the totality, I am literally creating my good or my bad, my blessing or my calamity, because we're given the power over the garden. The garden is the field of the mind. <laughs> and as we arise as that God, that divine aspect, and judge matter, then we put matter in subjection under our feet. So uh, if you realize that the serpent, you can stand on its head. Now, it may bite your heel, but you can stand on its head, and you can control it. To control the head of the serpent is to control the knowledge or the power or the mind of that energy. Yes, sir. That's right. He's fishing for the minds and hearts of men. And uh, that's what he's doing. Well, if you'll notice that damn cardinal, was it Timothy Dalton or something like that? Uh, he was the first one to speak at the inauguration. Because, see, people still don't understand that this is a Christian nation, Church of the Holy Trinity versus United States, 143, 457 through 472, U.S. Supreme Court reports. And then you've got the secret treaty of Verona that's in the congressional record where they have all agreed worldwide, every leader, that if the Pope declares it, his word is instantly law and must be performed. Now, you can say, you can think what you want, but uh, see, when you're looking at the dome and the three rings on the, on the, the dome of the Vatican, you're looking at the womb of creation. The uterus is the high aspect. And um, that womb is being implanted through ritual, etc. But they do not explain that to you. They never give the sense, uh, the meaning of those scriptures. 
Because if they know and you don't know, they can control you. They direct you. It is under the Vatican. Absolutely. And see, they don't know heraldry either, guess five. So you and I, we walk into a court and we see an ensign, we know what the hell court that is. Guess five is MJ. Yeah, I understand. That's why I said that. I knew he knew because he's a Navy man. He looked, uh, he's seen that uh, ensign on the fan tail many a time. Yep, Uniform Code of Military Justice. Matter of fact, Kellyanne Conway, the other day, they asked her a question, and old dummy uh, Todd just kept pushing and pushing, and she kept answering, and finally she just told, she said, sir, if it's not in the Army field manual, you don't have to do it. <laughs> <laughs> that Army field manual is the control of what occurs on the land. Yes, sir. <laughs> Oh man, if they would just listen, and uh, and, and you got to remember now, she's an attorney. She knows what that high level law is, and, and and don't send a regular damn low level attorney down here to screw with a high level corporate attorney because he knows a higher form of law, and if he can practice before the Supreme Court, he knows even yet a higher form of law. Yes, sir. Man, man, brother, this is some good stuff you're bringing for us. Yeah. Well, I mean, this 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 thing can get to be, you know, really, really something. Um, see, like um, on that one tape I sent out, um, you had started it off. You sent me some of them, and I run across that one with Dulles and the reptiles and so forth. And lo and behold, there was Gardner. Sir Lawrence Gardner, yes. and um, he's passed now, but I knew what he knew, and uh, I went through, and I also knew what the Vatican had done to uh, turn the knowledge of this inner secret and stuff, and the the, the Draco, the, the Druid, uh, they went to wipe out the Druid priest. Uh, in Ireland, Yair's land, that's Jeremiah's land. And uh, so if you're dealing with a Levitical priest, you're dealing with a Levite, that is a serpentine priest. So you might call him a Draco, a a Druid. If he's a Pendragon, he is the high king over the circle of kings. And, uh, I mean... (laughs) And I listen to this, and some of these people that got the damnedest doctrines you ever heard in your life. And uh, you you just kind of have to look at them and nod your head, you know, because if you didn't, you'd just start laughing in their face, and you don't want to do that and offend them. You'll never get a chance to talk to them if you, if you do. And yet, uh, at the very end of it, uh, it goes through, and it explains the grail and different stuff, and... Um, I had run across uh, an article that was in one of those tapes that I read and watched, and it had A.R. Borden. And I said, wow, there's Angel. You know, because Angel Raymond Borden uh, was really the director of the project. And he also was uh, what I will I'll call Mind Lab, 
and he would do the notes of the various uh, people that were uh, operating with and through that program, but they couldn't use their name because of the fact of who they worked for or whatever. And uh, a pen dragon is the high king. Um, I mean, he he's the supreme king of the group of kings. <laughs> and uh, so uh, I, I thought, wow, you know, because Angel is really, well, he's supposedly passed now, but a very intelligent man. Um, you know, and like all of us, he had different things that he had to deal with, but um, I went on, and as I watched, um, I recall the Sangreal Code and um, Fireball uh, 71, which was uh, one of the books that he wrote, and uh, it was supposed to be published. And uh, it seemed like there's a 72nd one there also, but I hadn't been able to find it in my, my file memory. And... Uh, they fictionalized, or he had to fictionalize the reports and put it in a story to where it could be released because he, he was forbid from, you know, just openly telling it. And uh, I sent that out to some that are new into the deal. Some of you, if you've got it, if, you'll, if you have uh, Yahoo or something like that, you can go back and do a, a file search on your own emails. And you can find some of those terms, and uh, they'll pull that up. Um, they are states consciousness, uh, MJ. Um, I think I answered that for law fan. Um, and it shall be unto them for an inheritance. I am their inheritance. Uh, well, yes, we're an extension of them. Uh, we're as much a part of Abraham as Abraham is a part of us. We're just the continuum of that thought as initiated and laid out in those scriptures. And we're maturing into that. And yet, in the end, the totality of those that will be of that order and of that uh, calling, so to speak, that will lift up their holy eyes and walk through the height and the breadth of the land, and wherever they learn to put the soles of their feet, their understanding, they will be able to claim it. They'll be like the sands of the seashore or the stars of heaven if you could count them. So he's telling you that it will be a magnificent amount of people. But we've been destined to be conformed to the this divine image of this sun or this divine enlightened state that we call Jesus, as Paulianus referred to in Volume 10, Section 12, 318, Current Era. And um, then when you go to the Christ Christos state, you have activated the pineal gland, and the pineal gland here again has uh, rods and cones in it, just like the eye does, and earlier you had uh, mentioned one of the single eye, and that's what you're referring to in reality, whether you know you may or may not fully know or understand, but it was a good comment. Uh, yep, I will not lose one. That's exactly correct. None shall be lost, Peter, but you cannot tell them that. Why? Because they won't get out their dead ass and learn. And if they don't learn, they're dead and trespass to sin, even though they're walking around breathing. The hour is coming, and now he is when all, what all that are in the grave, they shall hear his voice, and they shall live. Hey, you ain't talking about people out there in the graveyard, dude. 
He's talking about people that's in the graveyard within their mind right here and right now. They are bound by materialism, and they will die in materialism because there is no salvation in materialism. It has to be from the higher mind that controls materialism. Yes, sir. As, absolutely. Lazarus there means the power of God come forth. And Lazarus has to come forth from the tomb, and you've got to roll back the stone of limitation. And when you do that, you're unlocking the pineal gland, uh, and you're sending forth the electrical current past the two pillars of Heracles. You might call them Boaz and Yakin in the brain, and to the crypt. And when it ejaculates from there, that milk sugar, that high-grade milk sugar comes out, that activates the amygdala. That's Mary the Magdalene, and she is now wed, and she produces and changes the polarity of the body and the hippocampus and so forth, uh, the time horse and the... I mean, look, all this here works together. It's all in your brain. Fornix, that's correct, the delta fornix. Tell you've done a little bit of studying over time, MJ. See, it's just, you can't, he didn't tell us to go into all the world and convert and, and, and save everybody's soul. He didn't tell us that. He said, go into the all the world and make disciples. Unique thing. You cannot make a disciple. The only way that's possible is if you find one that wants to be disciplined and chooses themselves. As they choose themselves and they discipline or disciple themselves to that knowledge, they will be choosing themselves, the true self. And if they overcome in that state of mind, they will be called faithful. Paul, chosen, and faithful. It's a key. And yet, it's all up to you and me. Yes, we have to become a student of the divine mind. Why don't you tell them that story about the Greeks? They were looking for, you know, that he, he wanted to hide his truth where no man can find it oh you're talking about uh the story of brahma yeah brahma the wise god brahma yes yeah um uh, i i use the king james but i'll be honest with you i, I have close to 40 or so translations and um i study them all to see what the words mean I'm I'm real heavy on using a strong exhaustive concordance with the Greek and the Hebrew keyed to the sixteen eleven or uh, 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 the original King James. And uh, if you get a real copy of that, you'll find out there is some differences because they're continually updating. I also have the uh, the Greek English lexicon, uh, the Thayer's. Um, I have the uh, the Septuagint. I have uh, different things of that nature, uh, going back to George M. Lamza and the uh, Peshitta, and uh, 65 Strongs is excellent. 
Um, I, I, I like uh, mine is in that same category. Um, some of them uh, were still good up to about 71 or two, like, say, Riverside. But after that, they really started changing them around. And then you got Abington Press, et cetera. Um, um, yes, I have. God, I've got I don't know how many different kinds of linears and, you know, encyclopedias and stuff like that. Um, I've got one that is a leather-bound biblical encyclopedia. Seems like it's the late 1800s. And uh, some of the words, the way they use them are and just really rattling a cage because they're quite a bit different than words that we use today. Um, I remember certain ones would use a Winston's Dictionary. And I used to wonder why, because I knew that the, the words were not the same, but, I mean, understanding what they were doing, I guess that was probably the best for them at that time. But, um, um, God, I've got dictionaries of everything. I've got some that are almost a foot thick. And, um, yep, but I, I don't know if I got that one, but I've got uh, uh, A.W. Robinson's Word Studies, 1938, Lexington, Kentucky. Um, it's a seminary's uh, uh, six-volume set. I mean, um, God, I've got all kinds of stuff in there. It's just, I mean, I've got so much that I, I've kind of, Stepped uh, away to just certain things that are more productive for me, um, and um, I, I programmed the subconscious and programmed it with scriptures very, very intently. And um, I did because uh, I would go places, and I used to carry a little—I called it the 357 Magnum. It was um, um, a little—it was made out of water buffalo hide. And uh, it was a Cambridge Bible with reference, center columns, etc. And man, that was one fine little Bible. I mean, a really expensive Bible. And uh, I got it because I could stick it in my pocket. And uh, they'd, they'd invariably want to fire up the scriptures, you know, where I'd go. And I said, well, let's see if that really looks like that. And I'd reach in my pocket and pull that thing out. And man, you could just see their face drop. And... Uh, so I, I kept going. Uh, one day I got to a place and a guy really needed some scripture and I felt like giving it to him. And, uh, man, my family got upset because I had notes and stuff in it. But I gave him that Bible. And uh, from that time forward, I really didn't have to um, carry a Bible with me because I was the Bible. And then I got to where I didn't use the uh, chapter, site, and verse I learned to use the idiom, the metaphor, the allegory, the parable, um, and um, so I could weave the stories because I had intently desired to be able to teach and so forth from parables like, say, the analogy of the Messiah because I knew the key was in those analogies. And if I could link them, I could find the answers anywhere. And so... Um, um, that's the way I worked at it, and it got to where no matter where I went, that word would come alive, you know, out of my subconscious mind, and I was able to um, put it in operation, and so without that word or that inner knowledge, I couldn't have activated 
the power aspects, that Christos charisming aspect. And yet I began to learn to do that. And then I learned to develop it and how to focus it, um, doing Tai Chi Chin, uh, Yang uh, Chin Fu's uh, long form, and then the short form. And um, I practiced uh, Chin Man Ching out of uh, the Little Rooster out of Taiwan, and Xing Quan and the Pagua Chang uh, from Master Yun and uh, Kumar Francis. And uh, then Master Wu and the Wu style long and short. And, um, I mean, I was privileged to learn many, many things. And um, I'm about to see, it seems like I'm third generation Yang. Yeah, I'd have to be. Third generation Yang Chen Fu. And uh, in actuality, uh, I think on uh, the record it's going to say fourth because uh, Yang Shen Do wanted his grandson to be in the lineage, so he was building a name for him from the Yang family uh, and Yang village. And so um, uh, then Horacio was there, but uh, Yang Shendo um, would teach the series, and uh, Horacio would take, and uh, he would record it. And he learned how to do, do every move from the, watching that little bitty, basically two-inch square on the recording every night, you know, off his camera. And because he got so good at it, well, Yang Shindo took him, and then eventually Horacio led the team from America that was at the World Championship representing the Yang family. And uh, Horacio at that time uh, had a really bad hurt knee. And uh, he went ahead and done the practice and world competition and came out second in the world with a knee that he could hardly walk on doing uh, – Tai Chi, the Yang family style, long form. And I also learned um, the uh, uh, Yang Chen Fu's daddy, uh, the Fa Jing moves of, uh, of uh, the old Yang style that come from, say, the, the Chen. So, I mean, I, I've got a pretty good background, but as I began to do that, I knew that in Taoist philosophy, you had to learn to heal before you learn to kill. And I had already qualified in that particular thing, but I just learned different things. And in that process, I learned how to develop and project the energy uh, for healing, long and short range, and uh, how to enhance it. Uh, and what you do to increase the fire within the body and the mind and to make it have an effect, uh, uh, say, thousands of miles away, just as if you're physically there putting your hand on them. And so you might call it the Buddha palm or the flaming palm. And um, that's where your iron shirt training, iron body training comes in. That's your weapons in Ephesians 6. It's just different terms that they're using. <laughs> what you got, Jim? No, I'll just listen to what you were saying. There's quite a few people on here. I yeah, I see, see there's uh, quite a few that's in there. And, um, um, but see, uh, you, we're at a time right now, folks. I mean, th this thing is, is clocking down the highway, and they're not going to tell you. There's a reason the chemtrails have been up. It's, uh, it's really to kind of keep you from seeing, uh, certain things. And, uh, if you're out in the ocean, it's not out there, but it's over the land masses. 
And uh, if you're in certain parts of the uh, of the the plane of existence, you'll see certain things coming and certain things doing. But uh, people are fixing to get a wake up call of the reality and see Trump just signed the order to uh, unlock what Reagan put in place in 1978. They're going and supposed to start disclosing the secrets of what's been hid in the secret space programs and different things like that, uh, you know, from that time that's going back to say, God, really and truthfully, some of it occurred back in the late 1800s. But, you know. Uh, Brother, they're starting to do that now because they were talking about certain things on the news about that. Yeah. And they're going to be making sometime this year, I don't know, someone said, Possibly in March. I'm not. I don't know, but uh, I know they're expecting uh, some type of visible showing to be more prevalent from the 17th of February forward. I do believe. But uh, as we start coming around to September, October this year, see the day, the time, uh, the seasons. You'll know, but the day or the hour, you, you're not necessarily going to know the exact day or the hour. Uh, but you can see the things as it begins to occur. And see, this is why Trump is so adamant with these people now. Quit telling them this global warming crap. Because on the rest of the planets uh, in our system, they're all heating up, warming up. And hell, there ain't nobody up there driving damn General Motors automobiles. There ain't nobody got factories fired up. So there's something else that's creating it. And if you go back in the ancient records, then you'll find where some of this occurs. Yes, sir. And if people, you know, that, you know, talking about that planet coming in or the solar system that's in our solar system that's due here September, October of this year, that's, you know, like a lot of people say, well, that's the judgment of God. Well, I believe so. (laughs) Well, yeah, Uh, see, and and you're looking at different things like uh, you've got different times that occur um, at, say, uh, the Jubilee or before the Jubilee, if the people declare it, they get their blessings. Okay, what's happening? Brexit, England's coming out. The populist vote's rising up worldwide. Why? The, the latent memory in man is coming alive about man having the Jubilee and being free, not bound to any man or by any man, but uh, free to uh, come to the place of the divinity within him or her and uh, see the Feast of Tabernacles. We're the Feast of Temples. We're the Feast of the House of the Living Hell. And uh, Antarctica, you're going to find out that's going to be a different Oh man. Listen, if that really gets out, uh, it it's going to take and, and rock people's boats. Now, if they fail to release the people when the people have declared it, you're going to see governments go to getting their butt kicked. And see, this is what's happening right now. People have no trust in the media. Hell, they're all a bunch of damn paid liars. I mean, I'm sorry. They're just talking heads. Uh, The government, I mean, up until just recently uh, with Trump, um, and, and, you know, I mean, we're still going to see. I mean, I hope he's genuine to the bone, as the man said. But I'm here to tell you, you still got some lack butts up there that's in the Congress that are dragging their feet, screaming and hollering. Look at the stock market, and yet that there is really just a a state of mind. I mean, uh, 
Uh, and they admitted that. You know, I mean, it, 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 oh, my God. Yeah, if those that that, that have a, a phone, that if they want to, I mean, look at the, if they go to Google Sky Maps and uh, put that in there, and, and if they also read Revelations, the 12th chapter, from 1 through 6, and then they go and use their Google Sky Maps and go to the uh, constellation of Virgo, the Virgin, they're going to see the planet Jupiter there, and it's right between her legs like she's given birth, just like Revelation is saying. And talking about Leo being above her, the, the stars, and that red dragon that's chasing after the woman and the, um, you know, the child, which it's not a physical child. It's talking about the stars in heaven and the planets. And it's just a metaphor, a symbolism, so that we would know when this time, around this time that it would be. He didn't say the exact day or the hour, but he said this is the time we'll know by the seasons and the time. And if they don't believe that the, the scripture is true or not, they need, I think this will kind of wake them up a little bit because the planet Jupiter is going to stay in the constellation of Virgo for up to 301 days. So in uh, around September, October 4th or 5th, you know, it's going to be, you know, like she's given birth, it's going to move on its way. Yeah. A lot of these things are here to give us time frames of when certain things occur. Our polarity of the plane is shifting. Uh, And in reality, uh, I was talking to a lady that was with FEMA in Lake Charles. One day I had went to buy um, uh, materials for the honey house. And uh, as we went through, this lady was there, and we were just kind of talking. And she said, sir, are you going to sign up for uh, um, blood benefits? I looked at her and laughed. I said, no, ma'am, I'm not. And she said, why not? I said, because, ma'am, I'm on high ground. And uh, I've learned how to pray, and them storms don't come near me, and they go around me or over. But they don't come where I am. That They don't have an address uh, uh, we don't have an address for them to come to. And she looked at me, kind of startled, you know, and uh, she said, you you, uh, you believe different than these people, don't you? I said, yes, ma'am, I do. And uh, I said, in reality, I said, these people really don't know what's, what's coming down the pike. I said, and them people down at the coast, they don't understand that um, all this up to Interstate 10 here, and Lake Charles, basically, is going to be underwater. And uh, I said, matter of fact, Gillis is going to be a, don- a boat launch. And uh, she looked at me. She said, what makes you so sure? I said, well, ma'am, I'm sure you have knowledge of the Navy's um, classified map uh, about uh, the width of the Mississippi and this neck of the woods and so forth. And she looked at me, and she began to smile. And... Uh, I said, matter of fact, I said, these people, I said, they don't even know where they live and what they live on. She looked at me and she said, you know about the flat earth, don't you? I said, yes, ma'am, I do. And so we talked a little more and went on. See, they know, but they're not going to tell you. 
And uh, uh, as, as you begin to look at this, um, uh, <laughs> yeah, Raleigh will be a new beach. And uh, matter of fact, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, Cheney, and, and look, you're seeing these people tied in there because of the World Bank and the Federal Reserve and the papacy and the U.N., and um, it's kind of like that case on the Supreme Court. That's a case that goes way back. Uh, but you see, once they've done this hypothecation in 1917, standing on the Federal Reserve Act 1913, uh, the bankers literally owned the country. And uh, then at the default in 1933, they uh, went into bankruptcy receivership to that private bank, which was illegal uh, and unlawful for them to uh, give the contract to uh, from the get-go. But see, they violated all that. And um, um, old Cheney, you're looking at Dr. Death himself, man. I mean, he is MI Incorporated. That's Murder Incorporated for you folks that don't know. But uh, uh, anyway. Well, most people have to be an, at an elevation of 800 feet above sea level because well, they yeah, said yeah, that's why they moved that's why they moved the western white house and cia main headquarters and things like that to say denver um at mile high uh city there and um uh, anyway um days of noah you ask about uh, sushi um you can eat all you want of it but i will tell you this if you go to checking your sushi, you're going to find out that you've got more parasites in sushi than you can shake nine sticks at. And as far as the telepath, uh, I am too. So it don't make a rat's tail. When they touch me, I feel them. And, uh, you know, I mean, uh, there's things you can do if you know what to do and how to do it. Now, these people running around that's in fear, they love to be crapping down both legs, but I'm not one of them. Yeah, because a lot of people, they, they brought out on there, because you know that the Gulf, the Gulf Stream is uh, almost all but stopped. It's still flowing slightly, but it slowed down a whole lot. And once that happens, a lot of people are going to be in a lot of trouble. <laughs> That's correct. Uh, six, I will say this. Joseph Mangla was really one that uh, was very involved in forward-thinking genetic research and manipulation, among others. But he was not the only one in the 40s, like 45. There was a specific building in England, and they had uh, chicken sales. And they uh, had the electrical current and everything set up with the salt baths and so forth, and the proper... Um, uh, fluid base, you know, of nutrients for it to grow in. And um, they had to resize it about every year. If it didn't, it would outgrow the building. And um, so I understand a little bit about genetic uh, manipulation and what you can and cannot do with it. And um, uh, you can extend your own body. You don't need that crap. All you have to do is know how to speak to that body and get that higher self to rise up. Sorry to see you go, MJ. Um, but nevertheless, uh, uh, have, uh, 
as you begin to do this, you can renew and restore. And then um, there are other things that you physically can do that tap into the renewal of that physical body, and uh, that's where your sacred use, uh, Eucharist and things of that nature comes in. And uh, sacral, sang- sangreal, uh, is the, 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 the cup, uh, the drinking cup of life, so to speak, for the soma, etc. Uh, the elixir. And uh, so if you understand certain aspects of it, and just because it is a, a female doesn't necessarily mean that she's one of power. She may not have the nutrient systems in her body, and she may not know nothing about raising her energy. And uh, so you're dealing with uh, various aspects of how to renew and rejuvenate. This is the secret of age-lasting ability. But, uh, hell, you can you can do your best to give it to them. To some people, they make a mockery out of it, and it's not another. They have no comprehension of what you're telling them. And um, instead of understanding sex and its use in a true spiritual power and a great uh, thing, you know, I mean, God, it's it's the best thing you can imagine. But the fact of it is, is that most people only use it in revelry and sensuousness, and uh, they miss out on developing that high power aspect so they can renew and rejuvenate or cause someone else to recover. They defile what is what was intended to be good. They defile it with their uh, not knowing and their well, practice. Well, the sister teaches that. It, it does teach that uh, very thing like that, Jim. It said many are sick and do sleep because they they take this sacrament um, without examining themselves. In other words, they don't know how to use the mind. And therefore, because they take it, they destroy themselves because they're not taking it with the proper mental thought and aspect to it. Uh, that's why uh, they were discipled by, let's say, the enlightened one, the Jesus aspect. But yet Jesus is the son of Mary. Mary, the woman, is the teacher, uh, symbolic of the teacher, the house of the tent. They never pray to Jesus. They pray to Mary, mother of God. Pray for us and our sins, ha, ba, 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 ba. See, I mean, they're understanding that they have to change the subconscious, but they never tell them the secret of what it really means. That's why the people can't do anything. Yes, sir. And it says my people perish for the lack of knowledge. All day long and half the night. Yeah. And there's those out there that think that they're doing, you know, all these. There are some people out there that they try to use it for the wrong or the bad or they they call it Satanism or whatever they call it. And they think that they're that they've got power and they can do this and that. They don't know that they're the harm in themselves and they'll die, you know, because of the negativity that they're projecting because like it says, my people perish for the lack of knowledge. Well, okay, uh, if you go to if you want to see the two aspects, remember you had Simon Magnus and you had Peter, who was also known as Simon, and his other name was called Cephas. And yet Peter, as Simon, is an impregnator of of the righteous application of the mind. Simon Magnus was one that was a great sorcerer with great power, and the people revered and feared him. 
but he wanted to find out how Peter and the boys could activate uh, the power of the God. He wanted to know uh, what kind of price, you know, he was willing to buy. And so Peter rebuked him because he knew he was dealing with an external-oriented, esoteric-believing literalist. Uh, And while there are people that use literal aspects of the mind, they do have power. Um, uh, It's just that uh, there's also higher and higher and higher and higher and higher levels of the mind and how you use it. And um, um, when you use it for good, I mean, great power have they that know, love, and apply my law. Uh, People ask me, they say, well, how do you know what law it is? Believe me. If you're doing what you want to another person that you would like none unto you, you're operating an aspect of that. Love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, mind, body, soul, and strength, so to speak. But the second is like unto the first. Love thy neighbor as thyself. Why? Because you and your neighbor are one. I don't care what his color or her color is. You're literally one. And until you can get that through your head, everything on this planet is a creation of the divine. If it didn't have the divine spark in it, there would absolutely be no life here. That's true. Yes. But you see so many young people out there that they get off in these tangents thinking that they're doing black magic or this or that. And, you know, and then shortly after you see that they either gotten hurt seriously or they, they've gotten, you know, killed or something. So you, you can open up dimensions of the mind where great powerful aspects of the mind are latent in you. But if you have not done the homework, so to speak, to exercise and build up your senses and the knowledge by reason of your usage of them, then you may open up an aspect you don't know how to control. And yet, all you have to do is tell it to back away. Um, I remember um, I hadn't had that Holy Ghost experience, shall we say, um, for about maybe two weeks I had been through Silva. And um, I went to a place in Ingram, Texas. And uh, it was just a little old country Pentecostal church that was there. And so uh, they wanted me to speak that night. Well, I did. And um, it wound up turning into a healing service. And there was a lady that was there. And, um, man, she had been involved in all kinds of stuff. And so I prayed for her. And when I did, I felt this sickness. I mean, a heavy heavy, oppressive sickness come out. And I kept backing it away, but it did not leave me. It just, I controlled it and carried it with me. And, uh, man, we had people getting needles all over that place. And, uh, I mean, for a little bitty town called Ingram, man, there must have been 300 and something people in that little building. I mean, they come out of everywhere. And um, about... A week later, I was back at the main, uh, you know, church center there in San Antonio on Honeysuckle Drive, and uh, we were in prayer meeting. We'd have a prayer meeting, you know, before they'd have service. And uh, Brother Derese happened to be in there. And when I started, 
that gagging come up, and he walked up to me, put his arm around me, he said, Gary, just rebuke it until it leaves, and it won't come back. And so he gave me a key right there. And I used that key, and many times I ran into people that had something, something similar to that, and I could rebuke it and tell it to flee, and it would. And so I gained control over those spirits and those thoughts, those aspects that were unclean and had become dominant in those individuals' minds. And so their mind, um, once I learned, I was able to control and uh, assist them to get, you know, what they would determine or call deliverance uh, from the bondage of the fears and different things that they were in. And uh, much like the little girl that I taught how to clean her mind out, and um, the scoliosis disappeared in, say, about seven to ten days. I think it was about seven, really, but I'll say seven to ten. And um, uh, her weight dropped, her headaches just went away, and it was because she had literally been abused. From the time she was about six, six and a half, I mean. But uh, uh, so I, I helped her get rid of that so that she could go on and uh, live life. And uh, this is the thing that you have to learn to do. You want to help them. You help who you can. Some of them, um, because of things you can do, it scares the mess out of them. Uh, you know, uh, they're afraid of that power because of, you know, what you can do with it. And uh, yet uh, you'll find that uh, uh, you can misuse it if you want, but I'm here to tell you, you damn well are going to pay. Um, that builder is going to get paid for his tune. Now, if you don't want to have to pay, then what you do is you use it correctly and you help as many people as you can. And that's when you start gaining more and more power. It will be given unto you. But um, I ask them many times, they'll say, Gary, you doing this. And you, well, in a sense, yes, I do. But I want you to understand it's because I am using and applying this knowledge of the high self. And it's really the high self. What he say? think not it's I. It's this father, this creator aspect in me that doeth these things. And yet he says, um, I and the father, we are one. Because I understand that we are. And yet it's, it's like different offices. Okay, in one sense, I'm, I'm a daddy. In another sense, I'm a husband. Uh, another sense, uh, I'm a brother or uh, an uncle or whatever. Another sense, to some people, I'm probably a son of a bitch, you know. I mean, I could be a lot of things, but it's, uh, uh, what are you, you know? And so I endeavored to be the kind of fellow I'd like to be and uh, the kind of individual that I want to deal with. But anyway, uh, uh, Jim, uh, you're done. Yes, brother, I mean, this is fantastic. I mean, you know, a lot's come out here tonight, and if people get a chance, they need to go back and listen to it and really take the heart. I mean, I'm not telling you what to do. I'm just speaking from my perspective. And really think about what, what has been said and why it was said. And, you know, like you say, mine it a little bit. Go through it and really do your best to understand it because, believe me, there there's bags of jewels there that can help you in your life in so many ways to help you do the things 
that you want to do that's good, good, and very good because if you use it the wrong way, like White Wolf said, it will tear you a new asshole. And, I, I mean, it really will. You don't abuse the power of the creator. It was meant for good, good, and very good. When the reason it becomes bad is because we step out of agreement and alignment with that divine law and truth, and therefore we pay the consequences of that. Like a lot of people say, well, a lot of people say the devil made them do it. There's no such thing as a devil. Uh, If you look up the meanings of devil, Satan, and everything else, you're going to find out it's man, because it's an adversary, one that's not agreeing with you, or it's an enemy of you. It's it's not some power that's greater than God. There's only one power, and it tells you that in Scripture. Man thinks that they have power; they don't. The only power they have is the power of the Creator and us using it rightly for the good. When we use it that, for the that's bad. That's true. Jim, it states in there, it says, I will not give my glory, my power, to another. And so yeah. if you're going to have that glory and that power, you have to understand when I come in the name, the nature, the characteristics, what it's saying is that I'm coming as if. I literally am that creator operating in and through this body of, say, flesh, this temple, and directing that living energy. And that way, when that sign of that miracle manifests and comes forth, because it's supposed to accompany those that know how to do this, then it opens a door of witness to where you can explain to them. You can teach them. And um, um, I endeavor, I mean, if you go back and you study the, the volumes as you go through them, they all build on what was before them because it's walking you up the stair step, the star-studded runway of Jacob's ladder of change to manifestation. But anyway, uh, we we probably put about an hour and a half in here ballpark-wise. Um, I'm going to throw it to you, and you can drop this one out. we let them cogitate on it. Hopefully I've given them enough to... Uh, to kind of help them out a little bit, and uh, you tell me when you're ready, and uh, I'll capture this call so I can uh, retain uh, different sites and so forth that uh, uh, have been uh, graciously uh, put forth on our record, and um, uh, you're done. All right, brother, we do appreciate you, and thank you so much. And uh, you go ahead, and if you, you want to get the chat, go ahead. And But folks, I appreciate each and every one of you, and my my prayer for you is, is nothing but good, good, and very good. I wish you health, prosperity, goodness, and blessings, and that Yahweh bless you, you know, and give you your very heart's desire that is good, good, and very good. And with that, you know, I appreciate your time, and thank you for coming. And hope to see you back here next Sunday, same time, same place. And with that, shalom, prosper, and be in perfect divine health. And I'm going to end the call. Again, I say shalom and blessing be unto you.